Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. This is episode 108, and I am back from my missions trip. I did not get lost. I did not depart from the group. I am here. No bear got me. I'm alive. Because that was the worry? Yeah. Did you really worry about that? No, but everybody else did. But anyways, this is Mike Hill. He is our lead pastor. And sitting in between us is Riley Sullivan. Yay. (laughs) So seriously, tell me your best moment from the mission trip. The best moment. Well, I would say that was the waterfall. Like swimming in the waterfall? Yeah. So like you had to go on these really, really bumpy roads. Okay. And then you had to walk down this like really steep path. So, I mean, it was insane. We were all slipping. Mm-hmm. And then you just found this, like, magical, mysterious, like, I don't know how somebody would have found this thing. Oh, because it's, like, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's, like, a spring fed, and it's, hmm. like, 59 degrees or something. Hmm. Yeah, it was And you cold. jumped in? No. I just took my feet in. Ooh, that'd be But the freezing. kids did. The kids did they? Did. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Faye said it was freezing. Yeah. Did she go in? I, I don't know. she did. But maybe it was she, really maybe she cool. just heard it from somebody else. Probably. I don't know. I think she did because all the kids did. Yeah. But Joel was in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the night before we had an orientation and the guy, Nathan, he was like, so I like to take my people to uh, the waterfall because they can lower my shower bill after the whole day of work. <laughs> so he goes and he literally, I look over and he's in there with a bar of soap. Who? Joel. Joel. Yeah. <laughs> And I have a picture of it. He's in there just like scrubbing himself with this bar of soap, and it was just the best thing. He did ever. not say that yesterday. Huh? He did not say that yesterday. He didn't say that yesterday. Yeah, no. he probably didn't want to, but I have it. And I what have about it Mark Heipel? Surely he was in there, Who? wasn't he? Mark Heipel. Yeah, I don't think he went fully in. Huh. But he had his feet in. Got it. Yeah, none of the adults were really that brave. It was cold. <laughs> All right, Riley, really tell us about you. What are you doing that's super exciting right now? Something you love. Are you um, a movie watcher? Are you a TV watcher? Um, Are you a, a little bit? Um, I like movies. Uh, what kind right of movies? Now. What's your genre? Marvel. Really, anything that's good. Um, <laughs> not, I'm not really into horror movies, but if it's a good movie, I like it. Okay, what's one that's good? Uh, Super Mario Bros. That was recently. was it really really it, Super Mario. Brothers. It was good in its own way. In its it own was, way. That sounds yes. like it's terrible then. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, growing up as a kid, I mean, I played Super Mario Bros. And yeah, I understand. And it kind of was a little different. But the way they did it was still, it was decent. Hmm. For, what, for what it was going to be, what I thought it would be, it turned out to be really good, actually. So, they said wow. it was really high in the office. Like really? the first I they, weekend. Yeah. I think, I think they, yeah, they, it was, it was like the second highest movie that I think they were playing off of that. These kids that grew up playing oh, Mario. Oh, the millennials. Like, we're going we're gonna to go watch yeah. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Um, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best. I used to play that. Did you go see oh. the movie? No. Oh. <laughs> it didn't look very good. <laughs> no. What else? Um, Marvel. Are you, are you binge watching anything? Do you binge watch anything? I do. Um... We had just finished Manifest. Manifest, that's the one where the... Somebody else has actually said that on here. It's the one where they get... They are in a plane, and then it, like, goes somewhere, mm. and then it comes back after, like, how many years? Um, Ten or something? Like, Maybe more? I can't, I can't remember yeah, how many. Like, but, yeah, it was so uh, so many years, and it reappears. 
And it kind of plays into the uh, end of the world uh, on the uh, God side of things with their own little twist, obviously. Um, But it was very interesting, especially towards the end, where people were... Give it away. Just give it away. No I kidding. know. Yeah, just tell me. Uh, people, the, uh, the people that were chosen to do the acts that they were called to do uh, were saved, but the ones that disobeyed or went on their own path were in the plane of judgment because they're going back, and it was determining whether or not the world would be saved. Uh, due to their acts. The Catholic thing, like, you know what I mean? Like, you get a second chance type of thing, like that. So the people in the plane were bad, and then they got a second chance? Uh, Not necessarily bad, but chosen. Okay. Chosen. To be uh, a, um, yeah, pretty much chosen to do these acts, and if these aren't done, then the end of the world would happen. Meaning when they got back, like after the 10 years, like now they get a choice to do things or what? Um, they had these like what so-called visions uh, to do these things and it led them to sometimes save people or um, whatever it may be. And when they didn't complete those, what they called callings, um, like it, it'd be like happened more and more and more. Mm-hmm. And to the point where it would, you know, kind of make them crazy almost, like if they wow. didn't do it. And so, but then there was people that would choose not to follow it or choose their own path. Hmm. And would the vision stop like immediately? Um, no, they would still happen. Uh, but doing it that way, it pretty much in the plane, they. The ones that were bad or sinned pretty much um, uh, pretty much uh, blew up into ash. Whoa! <laughs> that's ones. a plot twist. <laughs> so, <laughs> the plane did? If you, so want, to come to, if plane? you want to know what Life Church thinks about sin, watch Manifest. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is what happens to the bad... If you sin, you get, blown happens, up? you get blown into ash. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know and what else to tell you. That's somewhere in... Fourth John, chapter two. Tenth something. John, you mean? Hmm? Tenth John? No, fourth John. Oh. You know there's... I was trying to make a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is there not a fourth John? No. Oh. <laughs> no, first, second, third. John. Got you. Okay. Yeah, fourth that's, is just an add on. Okay, my bad. Either way. Well, that's why I said tenth. I wanted to like exaggerate. No, it's so perfect. So people understood. They got it. I don't know if they did. No, I mean, they got it now. Oh, they do now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they you're got welcome. it now. Yeah, good. Manifest. Okay, so tell us what else is going on in your life. Tell us a little bit about you. Uh, right now, I have five kids. Uh, wow. Adopted three. Uh, two fosters right now. Uh, so that's been keeping me busy. Keeping us <laughs> yeah, busy. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Did you get the recent one? Because you used to have three and then the fourth one but then the fifth one came suddenly or what's the story with that one um so the fifth one we had gotten when we got back from our um getaway when me and my wife got away uh due to another placement and with that we had to just step away for a moment Mm -hmm. and we had known about this baby we 
we're looking to adopt them, uh, adopt him when he was born, but the uh, m- the mother decided not to oh. go through with it, which was, you know, it was her choice. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we had went on a vacation, and we were in Chattanooga, mm. Tennessee, and Fun. we get a call at five 5.30 in the morning saying that the baby has been removed, and are you able to take him? Because wow. we we knew the person, uh, we had already met the baby uh, when he was born, and, and so like yeah, I mean we will. We got ten hour drive, but we'll make <laughs> we'll be there. And was so, this at the end of the vacation? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, we were heading back that morning. We were planning on doing a couple of things and you know taking our time back up, mm-hmm. and so instead we just packed up and hit the road as soon as we could and drove all the way up to Valpo. Wow. So, so you went past home. Yes. <laughs> Goodness. But this is what you wanted. Like this yeah. is kind of like uh, like a puzzle piece that's putting back together kind of from the previous, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, right now it's just kind of the way it is in the system, you know, going through it all. Uh we're, you know, we're hoping that the mom makes the right decision um, during the history and stuff. It's, we think that, you know, it could be best. I mean, she doesn't have her other kids. And so, it, you know, we want what's best for the child always. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this case, you know, we, we think that it's probably best for him not to go back. Isn't that the difference? The system doesn't want what's best for the child, but the people do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's for the parents. Broken. More. Yeah. They the, want what's uh, best for the parents. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this case has kind of shown that a little bit. Uh, but I think more recently, the way they've been acting, not so much. So I think they're just kind of feeling it out. The last most recent court date, nothing really happened. So we're hoping... Uh, next court date, you know, some more information can come out and they can make more of a decision. Hmm. That's frustrating. So. They should call it PPS. <laughs> Parent Protective Services. Like, why is it even Child Protective Services? It makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, yeah. We're just what got you guys into it? I'm sure you've told this story before, but why adoption? Mm-hmm. Why... Can, like, is there going to be a stopping point where you could, would you have 15 of them? Um, well, our house can have that many. Uh, <laughs> we could have, we have space for eight. Wow. We got like a hotel or what? I know. <laughs> no, it's just the way our house, some of the rooms are big enough. Because by DCS standards, it's 50, 50 foot square, 50 square foot. Uh, per child. Right. Wow. And uh, and so we have a couple of bedrooms that are, you know, one can hold three and one can hold wow. five. Uh, and, you know, our goal was to get a large sibling group to keep them together. Uh, and, well, we found out that we can't do that because we can't have more than six kids in the home. Hmm. So when we got a call for a placement of four, it would put us 
one or two, the two over oh. the uh, limit, which I had no idea existed. And they're like, um, well, we, we won't be able to do that. Hmm. I'm like, what, so what's going to happen? Uh, well, we'll probably have to split them up. That's I'm so like, sad. Like, what? Isn't that the whole purpose not to? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And now they, they ended up splitting up those, that sibling group, uh, which is just more frustrating because right. like we're here, we're we're available, right? But just because they don't want to do a couple extra steps to get the judge's approval, right? So it's yeah. ridiculous. That's what we heard last week with and how much it damaged her. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. It's living proof right then. Right. Yeah. That's so, you again, have. you'll have a limit just based upon your house. Yeah. Not uh, your sanity. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Maybe both. Maybe, Maybe a little bit. Uh, but now we, we just wanted to. Um, for, since we've been together, we've always just wanted to help kids mm-hmm. um, who are in situations because growing up, and I was in a pretty broken home. Uh, I was never put into the system, but I mean, I'm sure if DCS was ever involved, I would have been. Wow. Um, but and so that that plays a factor in it too. So, okay. of why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. How much does? And again, you don't have to share the specifics of this. How much of doing it that way puts a stress on your marriage? Mm. and I'm not again not specifically but just saying what are because I'm guessing that so we already know there's a problem there's not enough parents right right Mm -hmm. there's not enough people doing it and I think some of the fears are what kind of stress is it going to put on our marriage what kind of stress is it going to put in our family so without you know going into details is it is it harder is it easier I mean um yeah, it, it can be stressful, um, depending on the child, too. Um, you know, for us, we wanted younger kids um, just because of the age. We didn't want to be that close in age with a teenager. Yeah. Uh, we didn't think that would be very good right. for a relationship right now. Um, and we also wanted to look into adoption. Uh, so with that going into it, we got the three that we have, that we adopted during that time. It was, I definitely say there was stress. Yeah. So Um, can you maybe with that, maybe this is a better question. What are some things that you guys have done to help offset Mm -hmm that stress like what are some tools what are some things what are some resources so um having a community uh, okay the biggest thing okay um you know through hands of hope we we did those um groups through hands of hope so like taylor mm-hmm. uh, group was our community mm-hmm. and just having that support system is very helpful mm-hmm. uh, and making sure you spend time with each other mm-hmm. so setting a time where you know someone's watching your kids and you just get to go out have those date nights uh, and that goes for any parent really right. mm-hmm. but during foster care it's definitely uh 
needs well, to happen. Well, that's another another level of stress. Yeah, uh, you know, because you're dealing with visits. Uh, if they have visits, or, uh, therapy. If they're oh. in therapy, so we got appointments all over the place. Uh, CFTMs meetings. It's just you got your uh, the case manager coming out to the house, wow. and so it it just adds and adds up really right. quickly. So, right. But uh, communication is the key. Yeah. Uh, and I think during the time when we were fostering the current three, I definitely noticed looking back now that I could have been better. Mm. Um, and I think, too, uh, it can be, you know, I wanted to be a father, but the way we did it, I will say that now I'm, I wasn't really that much of a father then because mm. I don't know if it just was a fact that you know, we're fostering them and they came into our home. I loved them, but it wasn't right like a connection that you have when you know a baby's born or something. Mm. Right. Um, and so it, it caused a lot of stress, uh, but now... We're doing a lot better with that. Uh, we've worked things out to where we're communicating better, um, scheduling things better, where when we need to, like I take the kids to yeah. go to doctor's appointment, especially now with my job, I get off at two, which makes a lot of things easier. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that would be difficult. That would be hard. Yeah, so take us back when you talk about growing up in a broken home. So talk a little bit about your life because, again, the, the, the story of your life to where you are today. Mm -hmm. You know, so did you grow up in the church? Did you grow up with a family that encouraged those things? Like, like tell right. us a little bit about your story. So I did not grow up in a uh, church at all. Uh, my dad was very resentful. Uh, he grew up with his parents in the uh, Jehovah Witness. Oh, wow. Uh, and when he turned 18, he just left. Mm. Uh, he he kind of formed that relationship back up with them, but he had nothing to do with it. Um, back up with his parents or back up with the Jehovah Witness? When you say he formed that relationship back up, which so, relationship? Uh, just the parental relationship, oh. just the the relationship back with his mom and dad. Oh, God. A, a bit. Right, right. And uh, and so, yeah, we, we never went. Um, we, the first things I that I can remember that I was exposed to was Jehovah Witness, uh, going to the Kingdom Hall with my grandparents because we'd spend the night, and if it fell on one of the nights that they had to go, to the Kingdom Hall for this service, we'd have to go to. Okay, so what I'm is the Kingdom Hall? Jehovah Witness Jehovah Church. Witness. Oh, that's what they call it, the, the, the Kingdom, Kingdom Hall? Hall. Are there any windows? Not in the part where the service is, or is that whatever a thing? you call it. Is that like normal? <laughs> Why? I <laughs> mean, again, so you talk like no, are there's, there's these things that people talk about, you know, when it comes to Jehovah Witness, that's and when one. they build them, 
this is what I've heard. Like when they build them, like build them really fast, and there's no windows in the places where they do the service. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe there is. Weird. Um, why? Uh-huh. Why is there a reason? Or well, is it I don't just know. You have to look it up fast? and see. Oh, yeah. I will there's Google a reason. It. I will Google it. Oh, yeah. you know the reason? This the, there's a reason. Is just it look for it spirits up and see. escaping or what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it? What's the reason? Well, no, and and again, so Riley, what's the difference? So, Life Church Jehovah Witness Church. <laughs> how much different is it? Not extremely different. Um, tell you specifics, I probably couldn't because it's been no. I meant like just the service right. itself. Is it like uh, a? I mean, like, do they have a choir? Do they have a preacher? Like, uh, there's no choir. There's everyone uh, sings the hymns, the old old songs without any music. Acapella. Um, I think they have a piano. Oh, uh, at least the ones I went to. Okay. Um, and then anyone would do the service, so they would have one person. Uh, for that week, go up and preach. Uh, so wow. I, I know my grandpa's done it. So they draw out of a hat? <laughs> I don't know how it works. <laughs> I'm asking. I know. Like, how do you know? Sign like, up. Yeah. yeah I, I have no idea. I just know that uh, there was different ones that would do the service. Wow. Um, so did your grandparents ever go around knocking on doors? Yeah. Yeah. So they would. They might have been in my house. Maybe. <laughs> Are they from Huntington? No. Oh. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's just really different. They're, yeah, I don't really. Yeah, no, I, again, <laughs> no, the bigger point was just like if, if there was a definite distinction. Mm-hmm. In yeah, there is definitely. If you went to one that. I mean, it it would. You'd be sitting there, n- wanting to speak out, like what's wow. going on, <laughs> like yeah. what is this? You felt yeah. that even as a kid. I mean, really? I was sitting there, ten years old or whatever, and they'd be talking about this stuff. I had really had no idea what they were talking about, other than that. They would contradict themselves with, and they said one thing, and then mm. they would say another, and it's like, mm. well, that just contradicted what you just said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So your grandparents was, tried to get you involved in the Jehovah Witness, but at home, faith was not a part of it. No, and it, I don't know. Did they try to get me in the Jehovah Witness? Well, I, I just mean, had to go with get them. you in. I just meant just, like yeah. they, you. That's where you went. Yeah. Yeah. So you went to I the Jehovah Witness with your grandparents. But mom and dad, that wasn't a part of it. No. Yeah. Um, and with that, it was a lot of fighting in my parents' house. Uh, you know, me and my brother grew up at my grandpa's a lot mm-hmm. because you know, for a while he lived next, pretty much next door to us. My mom would walk us down to his house uh, when things got bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Bad, like your dad was violent, or dad just both parents. Mom. Both parents. Both parents. Yeah. Um, wow. It it'd be one or the other, and then they both get into it, and mm. uh, we've me and my brother like hid under his bed before, and yeah, we we did what we could to get away from it when right there was like any time kid. going on. Yeah. Yeah. When there's fighting going mm-hmm. on, and. And then there, you know, we have good moments. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, you know, like. Right. But 
you know, I remember going downstairs to get my dad for dinner and it'd be really smoky and everything. And I, you know, I didn't know what it was. And I'd go tell my mom, like, dad's downstairs smoking. Uh, and she'd just get mad. Mm. And, you know, like now, like when I got in high school, you know, once I figured out what it was, I was like, you oh, know. you mean he's smoking reefer? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I no, didn't catch no. on. Yeah. I didn't catch on. I thought he was just out there smoking cigarettes. Yeah. No, he was, oh, got it. Uh, and, and so it was just constant until they got divorced. Okay. Um, so then when you're in high school, so get out of high school, go to college. I mean, what, what is your path? I have no idea. Right. Like I so. probably should, but because you probably <laughs> told me and I forgot. Um, so in high school, um, well, throughout school, I was always quiet. Um, you know, I was picked on a lot in elementary school, and uh, just because um, I'm hard of hearing, and it caused me to have a speech impediment and. You know, kids at that time really made fun of other kids for those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's gotten a lot better these days, I think, compared to what it was like when I was a kid. You think it's people don't get bullied as much? I would say in that aspect, mm. not really. Uh, bullying is yeah, very still happening very yeah. much so, but uh, for the aspect of like making fun of people for certain things like that like carrying and stuff that's sad you're experiencing that at school and then going home you know it's like not safe places anywhere yeah um and so middle school kind of you know it wasn't really anything you know i just kind of stuck to what i needed to do had my friend group and that was it Mm. uh high school same thing for a while um and then at a certain point, um, my dad lived all over the place. He went from different homes. Yeah, he, he had remarried, and then he got divorced again, and ended up in a pretty rough area after he got out of jail. And you no, know, I'd you know go over there to see him because you know to me he was still my dad. Mm-hmm. He was always my dad. Uh, my brother didn't be that oh, way wow. once he left. He didn't. Con- he didn't call my dad. He didn't talk to him anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, going forward, I hung out there a lot with him, and because you grew up with your mom, yeah, okay. I grew up with mom. So I, I'd go over to my dad's a lot when I could, and uh, at a certain point in high school, I started to smoke. He he was the one that got mm-hmm. me. You know. So like, smoke together. Yeah. yeah. Like he was the first one. Uh, <laughs> Seems to be the weirdest thing ever. But. I know. It is. <laughs> hey, you want to come over and smoke some reefer with me tonight? It happens so much, though, but it is so yeah. weird. Um, and also, at that time, uh, I was drinking, too. Mm. He would let me drink with him. Uh, I was 10 years old, and I'd had full cans of beer. Wow. Uh, he'd just give it to me. Um. And so, you know, I, I did that uh, when I was with him a lot. Uh, and then out of high school, 
I went to college, but I didn't really go to college. Where'd you go? Uh, Southwestern Michigan College. Mm. Okay. Um, Cause that's where you're from. No, oh. it was close. Oh, got it. I lived at like I lived in like Mishawaka area. Yeah, right. So I was like really close to the border, mm. um, and it was like an kind of like an Ivy Tech school. Yeah. And I went. Didn't really get to. Uh, I didn't really do any school. Just kind of hung out. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> people and you know made poor choices. Uh, hung out with the wrong crowd. Um, and then after like, the first semester, uh, I had to tell my mom, like, hey, I, I, I got to come home. Yeah, like I, I, got, gonna like I got a zero in every <laughs> class. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to get kicked out if I didn't oh, just wow. move out. So, right. um, so I went back home, stayed with my mom. Didn't really do much at the time. Uh, just didn't do much like you didn't work? I didn't really work. Uh, every now and again, I worked for my grandpa. Uh, and I did that a lot throughout my uh, my life. I worked at his shop a lot. Hmm. What so, kind of shop? Um, he called it Osceola Salvage. It was a um, w- doors, trim, windows, lights. Hmm. Pretty much he'd buy stuff in auctions Mm. and resell it at a lower price than what you would buy in store. Uh, His dad did that. He took over and then my uncle took over. Okay. Um, But I would do that every now and again. But then I would hang out with friends and smoke and do (laughs) do other things. We it's were dying. just checking to make sure Nick wasn't Yeah, he's, he sounded like he was dying. The first cough was one, and then, then the second, when he started to be like... <laughs> <laughs> well, he's trying not to cough very loud. I, that's what he was doing, right? Yeah. So either way, so things aren't going down a productive path. No, no. It was going down a very poor path. It, and eventually led me to uh, make... Worst decisions. Um, what was your wake-up call? Uh, after I moved down here with my, uh, with Bree, okay. we were, it, things were struggling because we, we broke up throughout several times. when since Cause we you met Bree together. during that period. Yeah, so I met her in 11th grade, maybe? Oh, when? in high 11th? school. Oh, in high school. Yeah, in high school. Okay. Um, and we would just kind of, I would, I was young and dumb and I made poor choices and yeah. I'd break up and then we'd get back together. And uh, and then I know she said on the podcast that I broke up with her on Christmas. Her yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what a man. What yeah, a man. yeah, that's what we were saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was for one uh, at the time I did it because I was going to go hang out with some friends and do like smoke and yeah. do stupid stuff yeah. right. and part of me also I didn't she had no idea about any of that stuff oh wow because I I didn't want her to know because I didn't want her to be you never smoked around her no uh, wow I never did anything like that around her um, 
I didn't want her mixed up in it. Sneaky yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. But after I moved down here. And what was that? Man. And why did you move down here? Both Chasing her. Seven. Huh? Chasing, Chasing her, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Um, yeah. I guess it's been about seven years, maybe. Wow. Um, and so I had moved down here um, to Fort Wayne. Um, things were getting a little rocky. We were engaged. And I'm like, okay, I will, you know, I'll move down there. And she's like, I don't know if it's going to be, you know, quick enough. I don't know. I'm like, I'll make it happen. You know, we started looking for an apartment. We found one. I'm like, okay, and, you know, need to get a job. Like, well, she had her friend know someone in uh, Menards saying that they were hiring for outside yard. I'm like, okay, so I got myself an interview. We got the place. Once I found out, I got the job. Uh, and by that weekend, I was moving wow. down to Fort Wayne. Okay. That was it happened like all within a week. Wow. So at this time, is she a believer? Um, I'm just trying think, to figure right. out, like, so she that was, wasn't really... She was a, a believer, but she, she wasn't really going to church at the time. Okay, so it wasn't really a part of your relationship. No. Okay. Um, and when I we moved down, I started working at Menards. You know, I was hoping at that time I can get my life back together get away from everything mm -hmm. that I knew uh, and start fresh. Mm -hmm. well, I ended up meeting some people at Menards that did things too. and Can't run away from yourself. And so I started getting back into those things again. Um, and towards the end of when I was working at Menards, I... Pretty much drained our bank accounts mm. uh, because I was. It wasn't just uh, marijuana, uh, you know. I was doing other things, uh, cocaine. I was highly, I was really addicted to that. Mm. Uh, and so, and is the cocaine something that you had before? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I I was like the past two years before, like the two year window. Like I was extremely addicted i started a little bit and then it just got worse uh and she had no idea during the time uh, wow. none of this that's crazy um and this is when i i had to come clean i had to tell her what happened like what you know we don't have money in the bank account uh yeah that was that was a very hard time for her and then very low point in my life right you know at that point i'm like well this is it you know she's gonna leave me you know I'm, i hit rock bottom right mm -hmm. uh for some reason my mom talked to her and was able to convince her to stay with me give me a second wow. chance well well not just a second chance it you know, whatever chance that was. But, yeah. Right. Uh, right. A, a second chance, because uh, my mom had gone through the same thing mm. before she had me. She was mm. addicted as well. Mm. And uh, 
so she agreed and we set ground rules and um even during that time it was still a struggle uh i'd recently getting a surgery done um on stuff going on with my head and uh the doctor prescribed uh, opioids and so you know trying to get cut off of other things and then I got the opioids and then yeah. that was causing issues because hmm. I was trying to get clean mm-hmm. uh, and after that it was uh, I started drinking more often uh, beer mainly and we got out of the apartment and moved into our first house after we got married no no we got married after we got our house and I started drinking more as a replacement Uh, and that caused an issue as well because then I I started to binge drink Mm. and I had very bad depression. Uh, There was times where I would go and uh, there was one time I sat on the tracks in my car waiting Mm. for a train to come by. And I didn't really have a reason to be depressed. Mm. I mean, I had a house and my wife, you know, things were going good, you know. Our dogs, like, there was nothing, right? you know, nothing wrong with my life. And, and so, she pulled me out of that, too. Um, And that's when we started kind of going to church. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was when we moved into our house, and we went to Avalon. Right. And that, you know, for me, that was a little, I mean, I had some experience because I went to youth group a lot going you know in high school but I wasn't really in the church right and so it was a bit um, you know like I was cautious because I wasn't really sure you know Mm -hmm. I didn't have that faith I didn't have that relationship and so when I went there it was different than anything I've ever been to. Uh, it was It's a lot like this church. Right. Uh, they have small groups. They have, you know, the pastor is very real with you, and, and it, it opened my eyes up a lot more and started really enjoying it, uh, doing our small group and, you know, getting rid of those bad habits and turning it around. Um, and then we moved down to Huntington and found Life Church. How did you find Life Church? Google. 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 There Look you that, go, Nick. <laughs> Google. Google, <laughs> Google wins. Um, so when we had moved down, we once we got settled, we were kind of looking around, and we, we I believe we went to Faith Community mm-hmm. over off of Twenty Four, mm-hmm. and that wasn't really our style. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't really our thing and so uh that next sunday we're like okay where do we want to you know look at next and i was looking on google churches in huntington and 
found life and talked about the small groups like we're used to and uh i don't know it just it felt welcoming right and so we you know then that sunday we came and i'm glad we never never left you know what's funny is and i don't mean this bad but like you're sitting here telling your story like oh you know i'm a cocaine addict and <laughs> smoke pot and and then all of a sudden i'm a I'm like completely turned around. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, it's hard to see, but I mean, there is this huge, I mean, we're not talking about like, oh yeah, I mean, it, you know, I kind of came from broken home and just got back into church and things are good. I mean, right. you went from addictions, mm-hmm. addictions, right, you know, yeah. and now you're clean now you're married now you're in church got baptized you're fostering kids i mean that's i mean that's such a like i don't know if there's enough of a i mean i hear you tell the story but i don't know if there's enough of an emphasis on like that's that's pretty amazing because i think that transformation is not easy no no and it still struggles um in i still even recently and i still struggle with depression um so I, I, I work on that um and my uh self-esteem and i have a really bad social anxiety uh so this you know this you know definitely out of my comfort zone but i'm doing a podcast to, yeah knowing that other people are going to be watching huh. um just that social anxiety of just you know people listening to me and mm-hmm. um like going to a park, like I'm trying to get better at it. I'm doing better at it. But if the park is really busy, like I don't want to go. Like or I, I don't, I don't want to get out of the car. Like I saw you at the dairy farm in Fort Wayne. You want to talk about a crowd of people? <laughs> Judas, you had all your kids at the oh, wow. canoe. That's what it's called. What is it when you do the? It's been a couple years ago, right? Like you go up to the the, right? You had all the kids there yeah, with you. Um, I had the three. Either way. Dairy farm. Yeah, yeah so um, there's this, like, dairy farm that you go and do uh, tours. Like fall time? What? Yeah, mm-hmm. what is... I don't know. I can't remember. Either way, I saw them there, and I'm like, you want to talk about a lot of people? <laughs> That's a tremendous amount of people. The but then... The same thing, that is a lot of people. Oh. Uh, yeah. But I don't have to talk to them. I'm not... There's a more of a chance that I won't talk to anyone. Oh, that's what it is. So it's not like being with a bunch of people. It's just like the thought of having to talk to someone. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So like a park, you know, somebody's going to come up and talk to you. If somebody comes walking your way, are you going to walk the other way? Uh, No. (laughs) Going to have the conversation. You know, look away or not make eye contact, not make that, you know, like connection like oh hey you want to talk okay yeah. <laughs> i think you're like i don't know before but i mean you were the one that reached out to be on the podcast yeah. uh, that's a big step especially yeah, for being so, nervous about it yeah I did, I did taylor and erica's uh and that was that was really rough just being there um but then after being in it for you know 20 or so minutes uh, you know Kind of like here, right. it yep. just kind of all gets easy. And yep. Yeah, and it was like I'm like okay, like this isn't too yeah, bad. Got know? it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to push myself past those limits. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Good for you. Mm-hmm. Like, this past weekend, I did a father-son camp at Camp wow. Newcomen. Wow. So, and I was really nervous about doing that. And you had to spend the night. Yeah, we we spent the two nights. Whoa. Uh, and we there was other dads and other kids, and one of the biggest thing was I didn't. Have a you know share a cabin. I don't want you know. Yeah. I don't want to share a cabin, dude. I'm not sharing a cabin. That's well, like way way out of the comfort zone. Yeah, but when you got there, they're like, okay, you're in cabin 13. I'm like, okay, like you know, who with, <laughs> who's with me? I get in there, no one else is there, and pretty much everyone has their own cabin or yeah. their own oh, space. Oh wow! So I was like, even though there was beds that could have you know multiple families in it, we. There was, I don't know if there was enough or a certain amount of families that yeah. were allowed that we were able to have Look our at own that. cabin. So you were worried really about nice. it and you got your own cabin. <laughs> I got my own cabin. Uh, yeah, so, so you're so pushing the, past some of those uh, things. Yeah, yeah, good for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, trying to make those steps in the yeah. right direction. Good. All right, Jenny, questions? We're already questions. at 45 minutes. Holy crap. Yep, I, I do have questions. On here, once I pull them up, just a second. Why I just I... love it that you talk while you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel awkward I mean, not, not. That's what I'm saying. Do you not like dead silence? No. Okay, just be silent no. for a second. No, I mean, I don't feel like people would like that. Just you know what? And I hate when I have to sign back in because that's just, just extra time that I have to. Just be silent for a second. <laughs> I knew it couldn't I laugh. can't do it. I, I can't knew it. do it. I knew it. I know that's like when you see you wouldn't be one of those people on a I date that? that would just not talk. You would never stop talking. Right. Like when I go and I'm like looking at the menu and I'm trying to talk at the same time. Yeah. So but like I never know what I want because you're talking the yes. whole time. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I need a minute. You're not one of those weird dates. What that doesn't talk? Yeah, like you're sitting there and you're like throw the conversation ball and you just sit there and hold it. You never bring it back. No. Oh, no. Okay. I talk for both of us sometimes. (laughs) It's kind of annoying. All right, here we go. We have a good amount of questions, too. Okay. Dang, yes, we do. All right, so just keep in mind, I am the messenger. Yes, I'm the messenger, so don't get mad at me. All right, Bree Sullivan. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to start out with this one. She wants to know, is the mower fixed yet? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Was that something you were supposed to do? Uh, Inside joke? It's been something I need done because we need a mower alarm. Just put the cows out there. Oh, that's a good Uh, idea. Well, forget mowing. <laughs> Our electric fence is down right now, and we're uh, also going to be getting rid of them too. So aw. we're taking a step away from that. Uh, okay. Uh, we talked with Don and got a five-year plan of what we want to do. Good. So that's exciting. Uh, wow. Okay. No, the mower's not fixed. Mm-hmm. So sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> she wants to know what is your favorite worship song right now, and thank you always for loving me and our kids. We uh, love you bunches. So what is your favorite worship song right now? I couldn't tell you. I'm bad with names of songs. Can you, you try to know, sing you it? You want to know a song I can't get out of my head? Right now? Been a good old boys. <laughs> never meaning no harm. Been in trouble with the law since the day they were... This is not a worship song. <laughs> Do you know what song it's from? No. Is Dukes it Yellowstone? Hazard. 
Huh? Dukes of Hazard. Have you been watching Dukes of Hazard? <laughs> Faith wanted to watch a movie, so we watched Dukes of Hazard. Has she never seen it? No, she'd seen it. Oh. Yeah. No, did not know what that. another one stuck in my head? Okay, just do mm. it. Another in a fire, the one that's like... Oh, yeah, that's a good it. one. There is another in a fire? Yeah, I don't it. know all the words, that's well, all I know. Sing what you know. That's all I know. Another in a fire. fire. Standing next to me. There's another in the water. See? Holding back the sea. Oh, I was going to say holding on to me. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. I think, oh, really? Is it holding on to me? Holding on to me. This is why they won't let me on the worship team. I mean, for multiple other reasons. I could be wrong, too, though. Now thinking about it, start right here. Okay. Start right here. I can't think who it is. Casting, casting. Casting crowns, crowns, maybe? I don't Could know be. either. Casting. Not good at that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that'd probably be one of mine. Okay, good. Did she know the answer already? Like, I, that's I why she asked? She, I don't think she knew. No. Oh, okay. No. She really wanted to know. All right, Jesse Haft, what advice can you give to other fathers on how to support your spouse during the fostering process? Uh, well, he kind of went through that yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, you said yeah. take time, communicate, right. date. Surround yourself with the community. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure you have all of those things in yeah. place. Yeah, and you have a lot of good ones. Yeah, definitely be careful how you say things. Even though sometimes when you say something, <laughs> you don't think you said it in a way that might have been um, like harsh. Yeah, but you know, your spouse takes it that way. Hmm. You know, it's taking a moment and or she's taking just a, step a woman. Back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll go over well. Um, it will. But, you know, taking a step back and looking at what you said and maybe how you said yeah. it. And That's I've done that a lot lately. And it's like, yeah, those things may, I didn't maybe mean to, but yeah. I've just it'd been in a mood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said something and it came off the wrong way. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Good. All right. Sarah Jeffers, how did you decide to be a foster slash adoptive parent? And that's another one that you mm-hmm. answered mm-hmm. too. All right, Gina Van Meter. Riley, no questions. She just wants to let you know that I think you're awesome and you are shining the light of God. Yay. That was cute. Gina's she always a gives. good encouragement. <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. All right, Adam Shoemaker. Riley, what's the greatest lesson? No, wait, hold on. What's the greatest life lesson Jesus has taught you? That's a deep Jeez, question. question. That one would for sure come from Adam. Yeah. That's a great question. Yeah, that is. Um, that you're never really lost. Mm. Uh, even oh. when you you hit rock bottom. Because yeah, when I hit rock bottom, I, I thought it was over. Mm. You know, what I thought was I would never amount to anything. I'm not. To be where I'm at now, I would n- never have guessed mm. where I live, what I'm doing, wow. any That's of that. Cool. And so, in, just to hold on. Yeah. Mm. Good. And, like, you know, God guide you. Yeah, that's an awesome one. How did you say that? That you're never lost? Yeah, you're never, you're never lost. lost. That's cool. No matter how far away you are, he's still there. Yeah. 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 Can't see it then, but you can see it after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Kaylin Griffith. What is your favorite part of the day? Oh, that's a weird, cool question. So, what is your favorite part of the day? And I also want to say to you and Bree are a power couple. Yeah. Um my favorite part of the day probably getting home from work. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good time of day. Uh, when when I'm finding time to you know 
teach my kids something, mm. uh, fishing, mm. or when I was doing stuff on the ATV, having you know my son there, and even though I wanted to get it done, like letting him mm. kind of participate in it yeah. and letting him learn, mm-hmm. even though once after a little bit taking away and then actually completing the task and yeah. then showing him how to. That's so awesome. Just yeah. teaching in those moments. Yeah. Yeah, good. All right, Dan Smelser, with all of those kids at home, why do you still feel like helping with junior high high school kids? Wow, that's a good question too. That is a good question. Um, you know, high school, uh, middle school was such a big impact in my life. Hmm. Um, I had done a program in my middle school and surrounding area called Five Star Life. And it was a Christian-based organization that went into schools and once a week after school hours, we'd get together and we'd, they didn't really talk about much about God or anything in the school. They taught us, you know, how to, respect, courage, hmm. you know, core values. And then outside of that, we went to, uh, they had day camps. Hmm. And, and in the summer, they had like a three-day camp. And that's when they, you know, and they let parents know, like, you know, faith-based mm-hmm. organization. And, you know, that's kind of a, a little bit of an opening for me there hmm. that got me into like youth group and stuff. Uh, but I didn't really get into it then. But it just made a really big impact. Yeah. Having those mentors mm-hmm. guide me through middle school that I want to also do that. Yeah, wow. that's awesome. That is. Good. All right, Peggy Eads loved. Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. She just loved the thing. Oh. Like, she loved what I sent. Yeah. <laughs> your um, bio. Man, I always get confused on those. It's weird when you aren't texting like an iPhone, right. how it like literally Sims. says loved and then it says everything that you just sent. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's what that I was. That from my wife. I have an Android. She has an iPhone. Oh, that's and terrible. I, I mean, Android is awesome. I mean, no, I mean the, the different relationship. I don't know if we can date it if you're an Android. I'm I got to have those blue. No. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's that it? it. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Jenny, give us a quote. The. Final send off for the. Yes, number. I will. So the questions that I just asked were from our daily or no, not daily. Just kidding. Our weekly <laughs> text that we send out at letting you know who's going to be on the podcast. And we want you, if you are not on it, to text podcast to 260-408-8383. That gets you into the group and you'll receive them each week. And we want you to ask questions, even if you don't know the person or I don't know. Just ask a random question like that. What is your day? Like favorite part of the day? That's a great question. Yeah. No, Anybody no, can think of them. So yeah. yeah, text us and make sure you text your name in it too. Yeah. Yeah. So Riley, great to have you on again. Incredible mm-hmm. story, you know, your life and that you're willing to share. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. that's a, that's important for people to see those things, be able to learn from those things and cool to see somebody who's been there and then they're going to go back. Like the whole middle school thing to yeah. me is like, Hey, I had a broken home, so I want to create a stable home. Hey, I had a great middle school experience. I want to create a great... I mean, that's a disconnect, I think, for lots of people, right? Mm -hmm. Is is that not wait for something, but create something. Mm -hmm. So I think as a man, that means a lot that you you go out and you choose to create something. You don't wait for something. You say, I'm going to do something about it, you know, because this is what 
I need it, and so mm-hmm. I'm going to create that for people that need it too. Yeah. So you have a lot yeah. to be proud of. And Thank again, you. if you see Riley out there, make sure you talk to him, uh, get to know him. You know, uh, again, encourage their family yeah. uh, as they're going through this. Because again, we more families with the uh, hands of hope. You know, getting more families involved to help support yeah. and be a part of what's going on. It's a great opportunity for people to to reach out and to. Uh, be a part of that also. So yeah. when Jenny puts this out, uh, make sure that you like, share, comment. We'd mm-hmm. love for you to be able to pass it on, get Riley's story out uh, to other people. Because again, we firmly believe that there yeah. are people out there uh, that need to hear it, people that they can learn from it, and people that can take steps from that that are working through some of the same things. Yeah. So make sure you do that. Again, we thank everybody for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for uh, subscribing with us. And again, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.